0: Hello, hello, and hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode, if not now when, and today I am so pumped for today's special guest, Amber Ibarra, and wow, guys, she is damn bold. She run a successful business in the male-dominating industry for the past six years. And wow, she is not only an entrepreneur, she also a podcast host for the positive platform to share daily positivity to this entire universe. She is also a coach, a mentor. She is the ultimate, the biggest cheerleader for all women to help them succeed in both professional and personal life to empower them to fulfill the wildest dream and live life with passion with that i am so excited and so honored thank you so much amber for joining us today and welcome
1: to the show Woo-hoo! i love that intro thank you so much for having me when i'm excited for our conversation today of course
0: so tell us amber how does all that magic get started
1: well let's see we're hopping right in um How does all the magic get started? To be honest, um, there's something I love so much about podcasts and just being so open with conversations like this, because who we are now and today really goes back as far as, you know, how we were raised, where we grew up, things like that. Um, I know I shared with you before the podcast started here that, you know, I'm only second generation in America. Um, I, you know, have... I feel very privileged to be here and to be in a land of so much opportunity that to me, it's like, how can we not wake up every single morning and just seize the day, push our limits, our boundaries, our dreams. Um, And that's something that I really work to do every single day. Um, I came from a really small town in Uvalde, Texas. Most people know Uvalde because, well, Matthew McConaughey is from there. (laughs) Do you know Matthew McConaughey? He's a, he's an actor. (laughs) He's a really awesome actor. One of my favorites actually. And, um, but yeah, I, I grew up in that small town and, um, it's, it's been a journey to get here. I am back in Texas, actually funny enough, a place that I never thought I would call my home base, um, once I left my hometown, I thought, you know, that's it. I'm traveling the world. I'm going to be gone forever. Adios, like, adios see you later, you know, to my small town. And Wait, what's wow. funny.
0: Like, how, how do you yeah. first of all found a small little town and having this vision to travel? And was it scary? Because you found a little town and people are not accustomed to travel, right?
1: That is very true, actually. Um, it's so interesting to even think back to then because... Travel has always just been a part of my identity. My soul just is, craves travel. Um, This idea of wanderlust, you know, and finding yourself in the different places that you lay your feet on. It's, it's been very close to helping me evolve as a person. Mm -hmm. And no one that I knew really liked to do it (laughs) growing up. Wow. um, I honestly, so in, so I'm in my early thirties and When I was younger, you know, before cell phones, um, I remember thinking it was so cool when I would pick up my phone that had a wire connected to the wall and I would dial outside of my 830 area code.
0: I was like, oh, my gosh,
1: I'm connecting with the world. I have this is like so cool. And what's funny about that story is that I didn't realize how much I I wanted to discover. Um, It seemed a little scary, but what seemed scarier to me, and this is why I just feel like it's, I don't know, it was just kind of in me, was I didn't care how scary it was. I I knew that I didn't, I wanted to leave as soon as I could. Um, The the big dream and goal uh, from, you know, my parents was just go to college, find a great guy, settle down, have kids, Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of people say that nowadays, right? It's like, yeah, I get the picket fence. And there's like this way that people make you feel you're supposed to do things. And it just didn't feel right to me. Do you always know that that is not what you want? Oh, gosh, forever. Um, Actually, I got even more heat from it from my parents because my mom worked out of college and I could have had a free ride. But the catch was if I went to the college that I could have gotten for, I could have gone there for a little to nothing. I mean, we, we didn't come for money, so it's not like they could afford to help me get to some big university or mm-hmm. anything like that, and I, if I wanted to go, I had to stay in my hometown, and I wow. decided to, yeah, and, and the first thing my dad said, he was like, you are not traveling um, if you do, it's going to be when you're making your own money and you don't live here and you've graduated. Mm-hmm. So I literally graduated. Uh, I had just turned 17, mm-hmm. finished my la- finished high school and did my first year of college all in three years. And I picked an- on my graduation night, I'll never forget, I literally had my entire car packed with all of my things and I left that next morning. <laughs> so so you make a choice.
0: You decide not to take that easy route. The route that laying in front of you, you decide to leave without even looking back.
1: Was that a difficult decision? It was the most exciting decision for me. And I'm happy I made that because it's weird. I, I look back and you know those times where sometimes you just feel it. You're like, oh my gosh, I know yes. if I go left or I go right my whole world is about to change. And for me, that was one mm-hmm. of my biggest moments. And I didn't even realize it as much because I was so young. I was still a teen, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I wasn't even 18 yet. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it started. And from there, I just have traveled and I've worked and, you know, <laughs> I was an artist for ten years and...
0: Wow, so you literally pick a path that opposite of what your parents picked. So instead of going to university, you're like, God damn it, I'm going to travel, I'm going to be an artist, I'm going to just see the world without having a, quote, unquote, a plan. Was that true?
1: That was that was kind of true. Um, what isn't true that I haven't mentioned was the fact that I kind of did know what I wanted to do at that age. Um... And you had to be something creative and something that I feel that helped molded me into kind of who I've become and kind of was instilled in me at a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, I had I was blessed with what we now know as mentors. Back Mm -hmm. then, I just thought, oh, my gosh, there's this amazing angel that has come down and she gets me. Um, And her name is Larry Nelson. She was my modeling instructor. She um, I had originally gone to her because I I was a singer when I was little. I'd go sing at all the festivals and um, my dad would manage me. And we'd like, I had a friend that played keyboard and we'd go around my small town and I'd be performing everywhere. And I remember I went to her for an audition to sing the national anthem for a football game. No, or it was for the rodeo, I think. I forget which one it was. And she was like, you have a great voice, but have you ever thought about modeling? And she's really one of the people that opened my eyes up to traveling to feeling like the crazy, weird, quirky things about me. I mean, I'm a (laughs) Hispanic girl, right? Living in a town an hour from Mexico, and I'm five foot ten. Like, I grew four inches one summer. And when you're going through school, that kind of stuff is not cool. You are the jolly green giant in your (laughs) in your junior high and high school, and just helped me see this bigger light of what I had potential of becoming. And she just, she's really a big part. Um, actually, even in my first book, um, it's partially dedicated to her because she's really kind of took me under her wing. And I feel very fortunate to have had that guidance. Um, I've had some, you know, more than one along my journey. And it's truly a part of why connections like this that you and I have and sharing mm-hmm. each other's stories and inspiring one another um, it's a must-have in in growing. So beautiful, and I felt um,
0: it's truly like people say: the universe got you back. You know, once you really follow <laughs> your heart, follow your dream, that angel just show up for you, isn't it? It's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, it it really is beautiful. And even when you veer off track, it doesn't mean it's too late to get back on. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's when you give up on that that you feel your your truest potential start to fade away. I feel.
0: A hundred percent. It's never too late. Today is the best day. And guys, if not now, when? If you felt a little bit derailed, now is a great time. So Amber, yeah. take us back. So that night, you packed everything. You were so excited. Will you know where you're heading. Second day, and what what is the journey next?
1: Yeah. So I ended up. And all kind of because it could be a longer story, I will cut it very short. <laughs> I ended up traveling, I ended up living um in New York City for not very long for me, for a few less than a year for sure. Um, and then I lived in California for about a full year. Um, and then I just traveled about some of the places I ended up living, I live out of hotels, or I would literally just like sleep on friends' sofas. And I only had such a great network of friends at the time because of the modeling career that I had taken. I was signed with two major agencies, um, with the Campbell agency and elite model management, which brought me to live in Atlanta. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I have been able to travel so much, you know, I've Doing that and being creative and I've kind of gone through so many things and if anything, that's one thing I'd like to share with other people is that it's okay to try something, maybe feel silly because you're not good at it yet, because that's how we get great at something like you've maybe have heard other people say before you're not a child. And then you get up to try to walk for the first time and you fall and say, you know what? This just, (laughs) this isn't for me, Mm -hmm. right? You get up, you teach yourself, you learn how to do the thing. And um, I think that's one of the best things that I did for myself was I was many things actually. Um, And it bothered me for a while because you know, really close loved ones would say, it's better to be great at one or two things than to be a jack of all trade, master at none. And I don't think that's true. I think it's great to be multi-passionate. I think it's great to be, it it makes you multi-dimensional. Beautiful. And I don't regret doing those things because it all helped me become what I am today, which is Mm -hmm. uh, what I feel is kind of some type of leadership. Um, And to be what I am in business right now as a businesswoman. Um, I I mean, I was everywhere from a painter that literally I showed in different uh, museums and had art shows and all that. I I did some of my paintings are still up in different bed and breakfasts uh, and I did that. I was a hair and makeup artist. I got to work with some really cool people, um, did some really major red carpet events in Atlanta, uh, worked with the housewives. I got to do some really cool things and I realized like all these different things I tried, I just didn't love it enough to say, you know what, this is the thing I wanna do forever. And it wasn't till recently that I discovered what that was. And um, I think it's important to, to try different things out. Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
0: And along the year when you're traveling and trying those different passions that you know kind of happen and come to your way, were you just l- looking for the answer or you just wanna to travel and see where the life goes at the moment?
1: I really feel like I was in search of something. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually even describe it in one of the chapters of my books on how travel was one of the most important things in my life. But at different ages, it meant different things. And when I was a teenager, to me, traveling and moving out was more of a like I had so many people that doubted I could be anything. I had so many people tell me, oh, you're Mm -hmm. just going to be another person that, you know, you're just going to not follow any of your dreams. You're going to just have kids and let yourself go and get tied into bad things. Because, you know, I was raised in a part of town that (laughs) one of the people that would ride their bike uh, in front of my neighborhood. I mean, I'm talking like not that great of a neighborhood, like drug dealers and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be a scary neighborhood if you looked at it that way. And... When I was a teenager traveling was just like ha I'm gonna prove you all wrong I'm leaving I'm gonna be bigger than this Mm -hmm. and then as I got into my 20s I was like that's not what it's about at all I'm not I don't want to prove people wrong I want to prove myself right in the sense of discovering what am I capable of because I would set a goal and if I met that goal it would inspire me to go bigger Mm -hmm. or if I did that goal if I failed really really bad Oh man, it would light light this huge fire in me that just said, you know what? Why didn't it work? Was it because you didn't love it enough? What, was it just a paycheck to you? Um are you following the right thing? And that's what it became about. And now travel, you know, some of my favorite places is like the I've been to Israel a few times and yes. all over Europe. I've I love had Israel. It. Oh gosh, I love Israel. I really do and um now all that travel to me it's it's about connection it's about mm-hmm. wow this world this universe is just infinite beautiful. but the world can feel small and to be connected to different people and mm-hmm. cultures and stories and ju- it just it's so beautiful and then when you've done all that to me it's like now i could sit in my home mm-hmm. and now i just want to travel in inward beautiful. now the big discovery is okay traveling's cool but the last big trip that i made mm-hmm. I was like, I want to share this with friends. Now when I travel, I'm like, like I'm, one of my dreams is to, you know, work with like pencils of promise. Go build school. Like, it's yes. not about me anymore. Like, I want to mm-hmm. do something more because I'm still me wherever I go. So mm-hmm. how can I make and expand that? It's so
0: beautiful. Oh, my God. Everything you said, it just, you know, fan fascinating i love that you're able to see the world you know evolve in a different way and as you you know grow older and you know from your teenager 20s to 30s and how you see the traveling differently and for me like i love travel because it really you know helped me to taste different culture different perspective and different people and i just felt it's such you know the worldly it just made me so excited it's like what life truly about to see the world anyhow mm-hmm. i can talk about travel for hours but i want to get back to you story amber you know what a beautiful journey so tell us mm-hmm. you know in that after that year of 17 after you pack everything sounds like you travel for you know many years you try different sort of career or different uh passion and what happened from there what when did you found maybe it's time to go home or was that ever come to you
1: You know, I love that question. Um, And I almost want to ask you the same thing, you know, home, home is an interesting word. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like, we can create home. Um, And I feel like that's why in the beginning of our conversation, I mentioned, like, I never thought I'd be back in Texas. I just, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, Texas has grown so much. It's no longer just this like small town feel. It's an actual thriving metropolis you know it's like it's mm-hmm. a city now and that exhilarates me because I am a city girl which is funny because wow. if you go if you go back to my hometown in New Valley if you walk in the backyard you will still see chickens walking around <laughs> If you go to my grandma there's like horses and like I grew up in the country there are rattlesnakes there are all kinds of crazy things and I am just more of a city girl wow. <laughs> but um I almost forgot the original. Oh yeah. Home. Yeah. I mean, I was living in Atlanta and um, honestly I got the phone call that no one ever wants to get, which was, you know, my dad had called me and let me know that he had been diagnosed with non Hodgkin's lymphoma. And that really kind of rocked my world because my dad and I didn't have a really good relationship. Actually, one of the reasons I left was because me and him were never saw eye to eye, and I just needed to leave that. Oh my and god. wow, and so hearing that from him, um, it's kind of a two part thing. One, I was like, Oh my god, my I cannot let my father pass away and let something happen and know that like I didn't try to mend this. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have just been. If I ever regretted anything and I'm not a big personal regret, that would be the one thing I would. Wow. And then at the same time, I was in a relationship with someone I was so in love with, um, but was, you know, suffering with alcoholism. And um, I was with him for a while and he ended up choosing that path still instead of trying to get better. And I was like, okay, what is next? I was looking for apartment, different, a different place for myself. Um, And it was such a sad time because, you know, I was kind of thriving in my modeling career and my arts, but at the same time, it was like, I had just gotten this news of my dad and Mm -hmm. my boyfriend at the time was choosing this different way. And, um, And so I ended up coming back home. It was very home. Yes, it was. Um, It would have been much easier to just say, "Dad, let me fly you out here. Come stay with me for a month. Let me, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'll fly back home every few months." Um, That was home for three and a half years. Atlanta was, and at the time, that was the longest place I had ever stayed anywhere. I was moving every. Three to 12, not even 12 months, every three to nine months, I was in a different state, in a different place. And Was um, it an intentional
0: choice or it just happened to happen?
1: No, it was very, yeah, it was very intentional. I got really good at packing up and setting out on another adventure. Why? Um, you know, at the time, I, again, it's another one of those transitions for me. Part of it was I was running away from different things. Um, Another part of it was I just felt like I needed to discover more. I was in search of more for me Mm -hmm. and I hadn't found it. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't found it here. Where am I going to find it next? And that was a part of my journey of my own Mm self-discovery.
0: In that process, you know, still you live in this artist life. You have all those things going on for you and your dad call and the the choice of leaving is not just going home but also sort of giving up everything you are building for the past couple years was that true
1: statement you know what you literally hit the nail on the head that is exactly how it was Um, I think that's what made it difficult was I was, you know, I was modeling, I, you know, had just done this big show with like Ludacris and all these celebrities, and I'm like, living this awesome lifestyle, and I have a great place I'm living in, and I feel like I'm on top of my game, and I'm an artist, and I'm finally doing all the things, and then my world kind of just starts to go. I start getting like debilitating anxiety. I can't sleep, and probably for a good six months, I was I was just not me and I'm like so I did end up choosing to move um, I'll never forget the experience though of moving my dad had never flown on a plane in his life again my parents are very all the respect to them they're very small town um, yeah. if traveling's not for you it's not a big deal everyone finds their happiness in different ways but mm-hmm. my dad got on a plane He was scared shitless. Like, I don't know if you need to bleep that out, but he was so scared. Um, But he got on a plane. I got him a ticket. He came to Georgia, and uh, we got a U-Haul, and he drove me and my dog Scrappy (laughs) that, yeah, he... He drove us in a U-Haul. I left most of my things. I I pretty much all my U-Haul had was my paintings. And the only reason I didn't fly home, mm-hmm. I would have left everything, uh, was because of my dog. <laughs> I Aww. have a 70-pound 70 70 pound boxer terrier. But, um, but, yeah, it was very humbling because all of a sudden, I'm living that lifestyle, and then I come back to my hometown. Mm-hmm. And unless you work at the hospital or – at the college or you're a teacher, mm-hmm. there really aren't any jobs, you know? Um, I mean, geez, we didn't even get a super Walmart till I graduated high school. And so I went was- to work in- at Subway. <laughs> was it hard love- to
0: transition from that glamorous job that you had before and, you know, making the money, having lifestyle and now back home where, you know, barely had a Walmart and you can now choose working in Subway, was that, was that difficult?
1: You know, I, I really wanted to share that too because man, if you want to smash your ego, that is the one way to do it. <laughs> Go back to your hometown where people are telling you that, you know, are, are doubting your abilities. And um it, it was it kind of broke my heart for a little while. But I'm at the same time, I'm I've built up too much emotional strength from everything I had been through. And I just It's like, you know what? If I'm going to be here, I'm going to be, I'm going to make people the best darn sandwich they have ever had in their life. And I'm going to do it with a smile and I'm going to be nice to people. And um, it taught me a lot about myself. Um, I actually painted some of my best stuff when I had just moved back home. And um, I had that job maybe two and a half, three months. And then Someone heard about me. I ended up getting into event and music production and doing something I loved before I finally moved back to San Antonio to start to start becoming a business owner. So, how does about was, that journey? Yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, moving from Atlanta back home, you know, I I, ba- I went back and I lived with my mom, working at Subway, <laughs> helping her with bills, had my dog, had nothing but painting stuff in my u-haul um it's such a humbling moment sorry i literally am just like recollecting because to be honest I, this is the first podcast um i share that story with because most people always want to talk to me about just my business and it's nice to open up about more of my actual life um i think that's and- the most
0: beautiful part i think the moments like that um really shape who we are today right they are beautiful glorious yeah. moments, but Those moments truly, like you mentioned, whether it's really shaping your perspective or ultimately shaping your destiny and help you become who you are today and such a tenacity, such a bold, such a damn fucking amazing rock star. And those moments all count. So I wanted to know.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it does all count like that. Um, And so going from that, Um, Long story short, I kind of, there's a gentleman that um, is now the president of the Stock Show and Rodeo here in San Antonio. I was fortunate enough to have him as a mentor. Um, He took me under his wing and I went back from Subway to now running these huge events, uh, working with different artists and putting on concerts. I mean, I, it was such an awesome job and I stayed in my hometown a little bit longer than I thought I would, which is about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I got an opportunity here in San Antonio. I actually went back to corporate America. I worked for a big IT company for about two years. Why? Um, in all honesty, the money, (laughs) I had a really great job offer and I just felt like it was time to say goodbye to my hometown. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I had in that time, you know, moved out of my mom's, I got my own place and kind of started from scratch again. It just, I wanted to be in a room with people teaching me things. I wanted to be in a place that I felt like I could grow. And I just felt like I had no more growth there. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. And I, I'm happy that I moved because to be honest, too, I had a different job offer in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that was another way that another kind of fork in the road that I was like, well, this is definitely going to change the trajectory of my life. So um, I chose to stay here. I had done and tried LA. I didn't really like it. Um, and to be honest, even when I was in modeling and was signed with agencies and shooting for magazines and all this fun stuff. Um, I just didn't like the acting world. It just, it's something that doesn't, Mm -hmm. I would rather like help produce and be on set and behind the scenes or writing scripts or something than trying to be an actor. That's just not my Mm -hmm. slide. Um, (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to give tech this, you know, company a shot. Um, They had a, that same company had a different uh, setup in London. And I was like, I think this will be also a different way to make money and travel. Um, g- you know, two years down the line, I meet someone that introduces me to the world of construction. And he says, You know what? You're really awesome at this. Um, I had helped him for about two weeks because he needed help until he hired someone else. And he was like, you literally have brought my sales up, like exponentially. He's like, why don't, and he did more commercial stuff. He was like, why don't we open up a business? I'm like, we have known each other for six months. This is not a good idea. Um, and you know what? And I, I did it anyway. I really did. I, I was like, oh my gosh, I saw the potential there. Well, you're not scared. Uh, you
0: have a job that you said at the time you enjoyed it relatively. You can travel. You helped me rent out for two weeks, and now invite you open a construction business, which, by it sounds, is not as glamorous or fancy
1: as it is. What made you to jump? Not at Was
0: that scared?
1: Really, what made it happen was the two years I was there. Um, I was a front desk girl. Um, I was told that I'd end up working with a lot of the event, like with the events and. Um, I was hoping that would lead me to be able to maybe work in the London office or offices around the world and and really do more. Um, In two years was all I allowed myself to give my precious time. All of our time is so precious. And I think whether you're in a relationship or a job or a friendship, if you are in the wrong one too long because it's comfortable You are going to end up wasting a decade of your life looking back saying, oh, my God, how did I not leave when I knew that it wasn't right for me anymore? Mm -hmm. And I had done that in relationships and in different jobs. And I just said two years is more than enough. I'm I'm not where I thought I could have been heading. No one else sees my potential here. Mm -hmm. And so I went to a place that I knew I could grow, grow that. Got it. Um, Beautiful. And it's so funny because people are like, oh, my gosh, that's so weird. And you were a model and a painter and now construction. And you know what? It's like it's so interesting because, you know, I've been I've ran a construction company now for six years. And um, I keep saying six years. It's literally about to be seven years already. Um, (laughs) So it's it's just it's been a great journey. Um, You know, I've started my coaching business just this last year. I host the positive platform podcast. Um, I, you know, my first book launch happens in a month and I get to work with other empowering women every single week and help them get on their right path. Um, I feel like so many of us underestimate the power of accountability. And one of the things that I've shared before that I'll say again is, Everything that you want to know to grow a business, to find your right path, to get tips and tricks for this, that, or the other, it is all on the internet. Everything is all, people make free content every day. This is free content. You're listening to an amazing podcast that will hopefully inspire you to do whatever it is you want to do and complete and conquer in life, but we pay and we want to dig deeper with people because one, we all crave connection and two is easy as you may feel as it is to connect with other people and in positive environments, you really can't get that everywhere. And even though you could get some of this free content, I feel like people will pay for coaching and will pay for masterminds. And I mean, I still pay for coaches and conferences. You know, I was just with the uh, Lewis House and the Summit of Greatness a week ago. Oh, beautiful. Um, and taking my time there because, I mean, it's it's the community, right? And we we need to be held accountable. Um, and so, I really love what I've stepped into now. And I, I mentioned this in one of the first podcasts I ever done. Just the last three years, have I found and am doing what I want to do the rest of my life. I'm finally in a place where I know my why. I know what I want to conquer. I have my one and two and five-year plan. Yes, I know it will not go as planned, but guess what? I know where I'm shooting, (laughs) right? It's not all over the place anymore. And I'm just really grateful for everything I've failed at because it's helped me to to know what I'm going to fight for. It's and beautiful. the things that aren't worth fighting for, if they're not worth fighting for, it's because that's not where my passion lies. And that gives, if not even better lessons than all the cool, fun, successful things that I may have accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's so beautiful. I love that this year you finally kind of have that
0: epiphany about who you are and what you stood for and all the beautiful things that you yeah. are creating for this entire universe which i think is such a beautiful gift um and i just want to di- dig a little bit deeper Emperor. i want to know how do you get here because you know like you mentioned it's not just always the rainbow and sunshine and you know the moment that you were at the corporate office and start realizing that's not what you want and you want to stop wasting time or possibly you know just literally get moving and you found uh-huh. this construction opportunity. Was that everything you anticipate? and was that easy? Is there any failure, any lesson that you learned to help you become who you are, such a badass today?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. That That is, I feel like for a whole other conversation, um, what I think I haven't mentioned Also, that is another truth to this story is that that person is someone I was also, you know, in a relationship with and talking about business divorce. That's how how all of that kind of came about. Um, You know, that's yet another thing that I felt at was and I love to take responsibility because we are in charge of our livelihood, And if someone isn't treating us right, it is our responsibility to step out of that and step away from it. And sometimes you can only grow from the lessons that you've learned. And that was a really hard, hard lesson that I learned. Um, But it only made me a better businesswoman.
0: No, beautiful. Tell, bring it back to the moment. What happened and why is so hard?
1: I mean, not only was everything ending in the relationship because it became very toxic, um, But, you know, nothing was wrong with the with the business. It was a thriving business with two people that no longer worked and saw eye to eye. And it was just a very toxic environment. Um, It was very, you know, abusive in different ways. And it took everything out of me to, you know, I'm happy I had this. I'm finally a business owner. I had owned the business with this person for, you know, Um, three and a half plus years, and and to have to stop all of that. And then I'm left back to step one saying, great, what am I going to do with my life again? Now, I started this business I believe in, I put my blood, sweat and tears into this business, I put every I invested every penny I had into it. Um, you know, that same time that I was quitting the relationship and the business and leaving that, um, you know, we were also going through a huge lawsuit that just cost th- not hundreds of thousands, but thousands and thousands of dollars, well over the 20 grand mark. Um, and it's just it's like when it rains, it pours and, and everything just really hit at once. And so it took me probably a whole year to recover from that um would you on that moment
0: when you said you realize relationship does not work anymore and you realize oh business you know are undergo or a major lawsuit Mm -hmm. did you have to make a call to decide to move forward to divorce through whatever turn that you you said earlier or or was it just naturally move forward yeah
1: no, not naturally, <laughs> not naturally at all. I, um, it was a long process to, you know, cause I, I was also living with this person. So now, wow. you know, the home you created for three and a half years, the business you built with this person, the relationship you built with this person, I, you, I either, I know for a fact that if I didn't step away from it all, this person would have been just fine acting and treating me the same way that you know this person had been Mm -hmm. and I couldn't allow it anymore it was just too toxic and so it it wasn't it didn't feel natural it felt um I felt a lot of pain um I was I really turned to negative coping mechanisms for probably a full month I was just sad and I drank too much and I probably ate way too much sushi like (laughs) and I had to get back up and say, if I don't just push through this, like, like this is the biggest thing is just getting out of this situation. Um, and, and I did. I I had finally got out of it. Like I said, it took a whole year to, you know, there's so much paperwork that goes into it. I was dealing with lawyers. Mm-hmm. This is money coming out of my pocket, um, and all this money is coming out. While well, not much is coming in because there's no communication between us mm-hmm. as business owners either now. So it was like, I'll just do all of the work. You know, I was already doing a hundred percent of the work for 50% of the pay. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do for love sometimes it's ridiculous. And I, yeah, it, 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 put me in a bad place. And again, it was one of those things that, you know, life was so good for so many years and it all just came down at once. Um, I moved in with different friends. And I'm thankful to God that I even had people that were there to say, hey, this is not you. Like, where did Amber go? Because mm-hmm. this bad person, like, no, n- enough is enough. And um, there are those moment- moments in time where you, you have to, unfortunately, pick yourself back up. Because the people that you love the most, that love you, all they can do is try to tell you, Hey, I see that you're sad. What can I do? And when you're in that space, sometimes we don't want help. Sometimes we try to get far away from it. Cause we're like, we just want to shut the world out mm-hmm. and I'm happy that those people didn't give up on me. And I'm happy I didn't give up on myself. I feel like it could be really easy to give up on yourself when there's so much overwhelm, but I put, you know, My best foot forward, I said, either I'm going to start a business back in the creative world um, or construction, you know, and I was kind of, you know, truth be told, pretty much threatened to not open my own company. But there was no, we did not sign a no complete clause. Mm -hmm. So I I could do that. And I said, you know what, I am too good at this. And I enjoy it. And it helps, it put me in a place of financial freedom. I was able, being a business owner and doing something I was, you know, pretty good at was it, it, it freed up time. It, it helped me grow. I love being able to work from home. I love my lifestyle. I love having the money to travel, um, you know? And now I have owned my own construction company two and a half years by myself, 100%. Um, I am now getting into, you know, working with, you know, the federal government on government contracts as a female minority owned business, you know,
0: um,
1: um, my first book comes out next month, but my second one will be talking a lot about business divorce and the things I learned about what I should have, could have done better and maybe how to get out of that. Because I, I think sometimes when people see opportunity, it's easy to go in but when things fall apart and you need to get out how do you protect yourself and mm-hmm. so i learned one of those lessons I, lo- I would love to pass on and um and then i'm very proud too cuz like all this conversation we're doing it's uh, hopefully you don't hear an echo but i mean i'm in you know i just became a first time home buyer you know i've gotten my own home and i'm running my business and it's so funny how all of those horrible that horrible year seems Really, really far away now. <laughs> so beautiful. And,
0: and, and I want to ask, you know, Amber, you obviously, Dan, you are a trooper. You survived such uh, in, in, insanely challenges. And you mentioned about so many lessons you learned along the way. I'm curious if you can share, like, maybe one biggest nugget you can share with our listeners who, you know, maybe are in a similar situation or about to start a business or, you know, wanted to learn some device.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... I feel like the biggest piece of advice I could give is always whether you are going in, especially for those going into business with someone, one, if you're going into business for yourself, by yourself, make sure you have a plan, one. Um, I know that sounds very 101, but you'd be surprised in how many people get excited in the moment and start something and don't follow through because they didn't think about they were all this excitement was building up to just opening it that they're like, oh, great. Now what? So have a plan Two, please make sure (laughs) that you are protecting yourself um, and your business. So it's always good to have like do it the right way. Get an LLC, Um, maybe. A corporation is better for you, all those different kinds of things. And two, if you're getting into business with someone else, um, I whether it's your best friend, your mom, your spouse, treat it as if, it treat it like the professional organization it is. Make sure you get a lawyer, you have paperwork, if ever, because you would be surprised how many people turn different ways when it comes to money and Titles, and there's so many unforeseen things. Mm -hmm. Um, Treat it like the professional organization it is, and have a lawyer type out contracts so that you make sure that both yourself and your partner are protected from anything that can harm y'all. And have a really open, transparent conversation about where you see that business going, who does what, who is the founder, co founder, CEO, all those things, um, and just communicate. Beautiful. And
0: you truly, you know, a such a resilience is like a superstar. Like you, you've been through such a tough, tough time. And I'm curious, Amber, what what advice you give to others who may be a similar situation or not exactly similar, but right now we're in such a you know weird environment that we all suffer in some yeah. way. What advice, what suggestion you would give to our listeners, and maybe he or she is down right now. How can we pick ourselves up and how can we push
1: forward? I think the thing I'd leave everyone with is discovering the three most important E's. Um, that is the effort you're putting into your day, the environment that you surround yourself in, and the inner, what you give your energy to. Those are the three most important things I, I would say to get through, whether it's the global pandemic crisis that we're going through, because let me tell you, nothing has been easy in this season for any of us um, and in different ways. And if you were surrounding yourself around amazing people that are finding the positive in life and not just looking at the negative Mm -hmm. it will really really affect your mood um and focus on what your energy where where your energy goes make sure that you are intentional with with every day Mm -hmm. beautiful um
0: and but i want to circle back um today you always accomplish so much So what is your mission and what is your why? And what do you want to see going next?
1: Thank you. Yeah, that's a beautiful question to ask. Uh, My why is very simple. I am here to impact people through the lessons that I've learned. Um, And that is my why. I am here to show up for myself and have my cup overflow so much that I am able to give back to other amazing people um and that's 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 why i'm here that's why i do what i do i will be coaching and the podcast and everything it's not because it seems cool right now um i've started a lot of this my journey and this started so long ago and it's my my life's journey it's it's what i it's my life's work
0: beautiful um Oh my God. I just love your story. Amber so much. And you such, oh my God, a beautiful, 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 um, soul. And I have two last question for you. Number one, you know, what will inspire you today? What made you happy?
1: Thanks for asking that. Um, everything makes me happy. I'm, let me actually <laughs> hone, hone in on the specifics. I just feel thankful to be in a good place in life. Um, I search for gratitude every single day in the very small things, uh, like the fact that my puppy is sleeping right next to me as we talk and have this amazing conversation, and she is a joy in my life. Um, my dad is healthy, and uh, my parents are are still here, so I'm grateful for that. And um, that's that's what keeps me going, just the connection with inspiring people like you. and Beautiful.
0: Um, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you um, you are the second generation in the United States. I wonder, what does American dream for you? And, you know, you have a long journey home. Um, what does that mean for you? And if you look back, would you change anything? Sorry, more like two-part questions.
1: No, that's fine. Um, I definitely wouldn't change a thing at all. Um, the The painful moments, too, I feel like... I feel like, especially because I'm a very spiritual spiritual woman and I feel like I needed to learn those lessons. If I didn't learn the lesson in the hard time, it would have come back to me in a different way. And I couldn't have moved forward until I learned what I had to, to be stronger. Um, And two, what the American dream means to me um, is just simply discovering the fact that I am able to become whatever I want to become right now. Um, It is very hard. That's another thing I'll say. As many people want to say is America and the freedom we have here. Yes, we are able to do so much more. um, But don't take that for granted anywhere in life. There are so many places in the world that can like can support you on your journey into becoming whatever you want to become, especially with the internet. Anyone could share their story. Anyone could share their voice. So the American dream can be found anywhere and it could be anything for anyone. I'm just very grateful to be here in America and making the best out of what I can um, in a place like this. So... Oh my God,
0: Amber! I am just so honored and so happy to meet you. I think you're such a such a beautiful soul, and I love that you just you're such a badass. You are setting out to see the world, and you do exactly what you want. Then you reinvent yourself over and over and over again with all those hardships, all the challenges. You you never give up. And today, I love you why. I love you able to leverage all those experiences, the good, the bad, and everything in between to trying to use all that to empower others so they can live life with a purpose, with a joy, with happiness, with all the things we want. And oh my God, you're such a beautiful soul. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being just so awesome and play all out. And thank you for everything.
1: You also, and thank you so much for creating this platform for all of us to share. And um, you're so amazing. I'm very grateful to have met you. Oh, likewise. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, this
0: is the show for today. And I love it so much. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And I cannot wait to see you guys next time.